एवरीवन वेलकम टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ तार्तुगियो पॉडकास्ट तार्तुगियो इज अ पॉडकास्ट फॉर जियोग्राफी एंड जीआईएस लवर्स ब्रॉट टू यू फ्रॉम द डिपार्टमेंट ऑफ जियोग्राफी ऑफ द यूनिवर्सिटी ऑफ तार्तु एस्टोनिया दिस शो इज ब्रॉट टू यू बाय योर होस्ट माइसेल्फ तहमीन एंड एलेक्स हाय एलेक्स हाय तहमीन फॉर टुडेस एपिसोड वी हैव एसोसिएट प्रोफेसर ताबी पाय फ्रॉम द चेयर ऑफ ह्यूमन जियोग्राफी एंड रीजनल प्लानिंग हियर एट द डिपार्टमेंट ऑफ जियोग्राफी इन तार्तु Tabi called himself a cultural geographer and knows Estonia very well. Also he is well known in Estonia in particularly particular recently from the National Atlas and the ooh later I, I don't know how to pronounce it probably Tabi can help me in this regard. Hi Tabi. Hi. Tabmin and Alex. Hey. Okay Tabi can you um, maybe at first say exactly how we should say that letter? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's U in Estonian U, and then of course uh, it's maybe better to say some words where where we can find U and uh, no Ulu like beer. Okay, Ulu mm-hmm. is very common word in Estonia and uh, river. Yogi river is yogi. Yeah, it's ah, it's okay. it's, uh, it's uh, yeah, but uh, no, of course we can. speak later more about the but we have in Estonia also some part in Estonia where people can't say oh <laughs> so it's it's yeah. yeah it's 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 not only like uh, here is more like social linguistic stuff also okay so. okay let's come uh, to that a little bit later then uh, maybe can you please introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about your journey to geography from the beginning Yes, as Tahmin already said, that when I said that I'm cultural geographer, actually I like to say that I'm geographer, like because uh, I like both sides of we not both all sides of geography. Mm. So physical geography, human geography, and also cartography. But uh, yeah, journey. It's uh, it's uh, it's it's not so that uh, I don't know. I was uh, very small and already. Uh, studied all flags and uh, and all capitals and did you uh, learn all the <laughs> countries uh, no also today i have a lot of problems <laughs> maybe with the capitals of africa for example but uh, i don't know somehow it 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 went so that uh, geography in my school it was easy it was something very easy and and maybe my family uh my my grandfather for example he started, uh, he was uh, also like a uh, member of university that that was maybe that my family was a little bit academic family uh, or something and uh, but uh, I, i have a um, sister and the sister actually is two two years older and and she also went to study geography mm-hmm. so he she was like a little bit like uh, No, I understand a little bit that it's it's cool or something. It is uh, not at the moment. My my sister is not uh, dealing at geography at all, but maybe a little bit it was no mm-hmm. some uh, some idea. Let's go to study geography and uh, and sometimes I am joking also that uh, my secondary school was twenty uh, meters from here, mm. next building actually. Okay. I was so lazy. I just <laughs> changed the building and. Uh, move to the next building okay. to study geography right. so uh, but no yeah do but uh, to understand the world that's no, that's normalizing that's a good thing it's yeah. a good choice yeah. and i think i post good, good choice yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah. yeah that's so, uh, maybe very briefly my journey to geography so tabi uh, how would you describe your education learning in terms of geography and what are the things you were enjoying most uh, when you were into uh, educational geography or learning geography and what are the most difficult things to learn or to to conceptualize around no of course it's it uh, i started in 1994 uh, university mm-hmm. and uh, no of course uh, lot of differences to compare current uh, studies uh, but uh, but i remember that uh, of course in the beginning was very problematic all this chemistry and uh, really like uh, higher math mathematics and uh, but uh, the geography stuff really was 
no, not easy, but uh, but the most exciting part was this uh, summer practices outside somewhere. Yeah. Uh, no, of course. Fieldworks. Fieldworks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, it, that was time when we we were young. I'm <laughs> now also young, but uh, on that time it was. You like, still go out to the fieldworks. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> with the students. Exactly. <laughs> the students are younger. <laughs> and excursion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, maybe those summers and on that time. Uh, uh, it was longer than today. Of course, those people who studied in Soviet time, it was much long, longer. Oh. And, uh, I don't know, two or three, whole summer actually, they were somewhere oh, in, yeah. uh, in Caucasus or in Central Asia. But, uh, but uh, that but, was something very romantic. And, yeah. uh, and of course, we, we learned also something. No, it was, uh, and, uh, that was very, very good. Uh, Period and uh, and later of course uh, not to to in one moment you must understand that you must specialize a little bit you mm-hmm. must do your bachelor work or something right and uh, and why this uh, journey or I can say so uh, went to like a little bit like historical geography or mm-hmm. or, or uh, no I like history also and uh, and uh, and it went somehow to really like let's say, purest, pure history of geography. Uh, it was historical statistics of Estonia, and I don't know, length of rivers, and uh, oh, okay. how, how, uh, how high are our highest mountain, and uh, mm-hmm. it, because those numbers are changed in the history, and I did the database and analyzed how uh, was uh, some measurement problems or how, how old data are different as we today know. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, and that was maybe the, like the, the uh, how to say that uh, the way to 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 learn a little bit uh, also scientific world because it was time when uh, and when I really published my first article or it, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's uh, because a lot a lot of students maybe the the, the bachelor work is the last work which which I, uh, they really are like writing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Many go then into yeah, work. Yeah. yeah, but uh, but but then I really like wrote uh, some articles already, and uh, maybe this is the starting point that oh, academic life is maybe like fun that uh, that I you mm-hmm. really like uh, study something and you really like uh, wrote an article and maybe. It's Maybe later someone, oh, you published an article. It's, it was good to read or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, later already, yeah, it's master, master level uh, in my period or, and also PhD level in my period was actually already quite free. Not like today that you are really like sitting in the institute. And actually, it was, it was free time. Masters. Yeah, also mm-hmm. already in master period. But, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Just, uh, you, 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 that you must end with your master level with master work, but mm-hmm. not so that you must, uh, you have a lot of lectures, so you must do something. It was quite free time. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. No, there but was lectures. Yeah, there was some, something, which basically, let's say so, it was free time and mm-hmm. PhD time was totally yeah. free. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, in uh, like money side, because now it's uh, now it's more like uh, PhD students are like part of uh, institute or, or department. Uh, but on that time, uh, I actually worked also. So it, it was typical on that time. It was uh, 20 years ago that people worked, and I worked in one publisher company. Right? And then same same time, try I tried to do my PhD. Mm-hmm. And and like uh, you have been uh, into geography for a long time and many of the things have already changed like um, many of the aspect of geography has been uh, shifted to more technical terms like now we're dealing with so many satellite data and stuff and was it uh, difficult to adopt to the newer changes more technical changes <laughs> maybe it's easier to say that uh, but, uh, uh, still today <laughs> I'm not adopted <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, maybe yeah, it's uh, correct to say that uh, of course I use computer and uh, of course I I know how to open Word and I know also how to open uh, maybe Map Info and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually I don't I don't do I'm not used to those programs and mm-hmm. uh, that's why well, no, I'm quite the old style. Uh, 
own style choreographers. But uh, mm. but actually, I like very cartography, for example, and uh, I have uh, ideas how to do maps, for example, and uh, that's that's normal. I think uh, that some people uh, know how to do maps, and some uh, uh, persons uh, gave ideas how what which well, which kind of maps we can do. And so, some are interpreting them later. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. So that's uh, yeah. I'm not very high tech guy, but uh, but no, yeah. It's, it's right. people, people are different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah of absolutely. course, of course. And I mean, you, you you touched already that you are calling it like a cultural, a general geographer, but you also do history of in geography. So I guess, I mean, I guess it suits sort of you know different different let's say technical methods and, and skills. I mean, that yeah, that we probably didn't didn't uh, you know develop as such as you. Well, maybe it's, it's interesting that. Uh, uh, some weeks ago, someone uh, discovered my uh, this uh, practice work of cartography ah, 90, yeah. from year '95. Uh, like students' homework. Yes, yeah, like student homework, and, and it was interesting that uh, maybe I started in '95, but I, I finally I did it '98 uh, or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, this '95, this first pages and this uh, homework was like handwritten or something. But then that was already like in computer written. Or was it a typewriter? Hey, no, no, no. It was, it was already computer. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That was exactly the period when I came into the university in 1994. It was like, uh, it was, for example, email free university, basically, like no, no email. Right. But because no no techniques. So okay. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> but when was, I when I was not allowed or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when I came out, when I like ended bachelor degree mm. already ninety nine, it was already normal that people are sending emails. Oh, okay. And, uh, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> I can I cannot so smoothly remember that transition. Yeah, yeah. No, maybe not beginning of nineties. It was not basically everywhere in in the world like this change, but not normal students ninety. 94, mm. it was no email. Mm. I, I remember maybe... My, I started studying in 2002, but then we already had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember maybe in my my year, maybe do this Mike Metzpalo and maybe he already had an email. Mm. But, but, okay. but no email for me. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go a little you know, a bit further. And so you have, as, as, as we said, we, we talked a little bit around your, your, your interests and, and, um, you know, where, where you sort of specialized. Would you, would you mind giving us a little bit sort of, um, a specific look on, um, what are your interests in, in geography in terms of like teaching? You, you do teaching because you are associate professor and you're also the, the old school name docent. Which only Germans and Estonians probably understand. Yeah, it's in Finland also very in important. Also. Yeah. And then secondly, in, in Finland it means that uh, you are allowed to to give a lecture at the university level. Yeah, yeah. It's not like like your job place, but not like. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, it's like the license to teach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> license to teach. Yeah, <laughs> license to teach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then secondly, we want to look a little bit at uh, like do, do like research. Um, interest research topics or projects, or as you sort of already um, sort of uh, pointed out, your missions. <laughs> okay, let, let's uh, talk a bit maybe shortly about teaching. Teaching part, yes. That uh, uh, currently I'm, uh, yeah, it's it's maybe strange a little bit, but I'm giving like two lectures, and one is very like human geography side, like cultural geography. And one is very like physical geography side, like Estonian physical geography. So, and, uh, no, it sounds maybe weird, but, uh, both, uh, this cultural geography also, I tried to give, uh, more maybe this, uh, like Estonian cultural geography to, 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 to teach. What specifically? Sort of, no, know, for example, like that Estonia is not like, uh, just, uh, same culture in everywhere. For example, that, uh, that in Saarema people are a little bit different than people in Setuma and why Setuma people uh, are different from mm -hmm. other Estonians. Oh, yeah. And then also in Viljandi. Yeah, exactly. That uh, some in Viljandi and for example, they are mulks we are, mulks we are calling and uh, what does it mean, this mulks and what's the difference? There are a lot of like small 
let's say, cultural differences mm-hmm. in Estonia. Okay, we, we can speak like dialects, but also mentality or identity yeah. or language. Uh, yeah, the, the Sarma. So the Sarma people are the ones who can't say. Uh. Yeah, exactly. So and I try to, but of course I. It's not only Estonian cultural geography. I. Of course, I tried to speak also like uh, main theory, theories about cultural geography, but mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but uh, no, I like Estonia, and that's why it's more maybe like uh, Estonian oriented, uh, because of course in in the world I think. Uh, you can do cultural geography also so that you have like one uh, textbook like cultural geography and please here is like American textbook of cultural geography and uh, let's study this course is based on this textbook. Mm-hmm. But, uh, this is my way to to, to living to, living history. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, physical uh, geography of Estonia is something very classical that uh, this is my mission maybe that uh, all geographies geographers must know some base elements about the student geography. It's yeah. just like, uh, no, this is our Zumt or mm-hmm. our, oh, yeah. yeah, that, and, uh, and uh, they must know. Of course, it sounds a little bit like a school geography that, uh, where is the highest mountain or, yeah. uh, but What's I think, uh, but I think all geography must know at least <laughs> the name of the highest mountain and, uh, and, uh, but, uh, no, it, it, it's, uh, maybe at university level, it's more maybe, no. If we are speaking about how high is our our mountain, that maybe that the number is not uh, okay. Is it like 317 or 318? It's not so important. But how we? What does it mean actually? This number? How? Where is zero? Where is zero point, for example? How? Ah, okay. Why? Why sometimes we are saying 317 or 318? What's the problems to measure the? The hill, hill mm. mountain high. <laughs> mountain. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I think and then, then, most then, other countries would call it a hill. Yeah. And yeah, but we are saying mountain. Yeah, it's it's the highest. Hey, actually, actually, the actually we are saying Maggie, and we don't care. Is it in English mountain or oh, in Estonian? It's Maggie, and, and Maggie is mountain. Okay. No. okay. But of course, I understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we just yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then uh, okay, this uh, two parts like uh, physical geography and cultural geography, and then also I'm uh, doing some excursions. One is like uh, name is maybe Eesti Madunmine. It's it's uh, to know Estonia. Or Get something. to know Estonia. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, there I tried to mix uh, all cultural geography and physical geography. That uh, we are doing like excursion in Estonia, and sometimes we are visiting. Uh, places like the old manor houses and I'm speaking some cultural uh, stuff about this uh, this manor uh, who was the owner and, uh, and uh, you see also that here this is Baroque or this is classicismus or something or some churches and also we visit uh, some physical geography object and I don't know waterfall or something so that there's that, waterfalls in Estonia of course Where's the water falling off? <laughs> we have, uh, we have uh, in Estonia we have actually the 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 most powerful waterfall in the in whole Europe. Huh? But this is uh, dry at the moment because <laughs> Russians are taking water away. Oh really? It's in Oh really? Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, you must, right. you must you both must come with me. I was of course, of course. Yeah, I it's it's Narva, yes, but it's in Narva, and actually it's on the private territory at the moment. Okay. Yeah, so you, you can't see. But actually, actually, if if in sometimes it's allowed to go to this uh, this area, and uh, in most period you you see it's 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 dry. You you see like step. You see like oh. try uh, river canyon, and it's it's dry. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, and then it's uh, yeah. And uh, actually, this, no, to talk about this Narva River, there are a lot of uh, physical geographical aspects and also political geographical aspects. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's my maybe mission to, to, to explain to students that all such, such things are somehow related. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and, and I hope they enjoy it. <laughs> I don't know. But I think, I think, I mean, what comes through anyway, that uh, this, we make a the really smooth blend of of a historical and 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 well and, and classical let's say physical geography facts that 
like every every place you know basically the story of of every place in Estonia no. eventually yeah let's um so so basically like in terms of I guess research or project so so what what are you doing when you're not teaching you're still sort of teaching because you're teaching everybody those stories right but you're also trying to learn more about those and uh, one of those uh, projects that I would just want to highlight here right now is because it's still quite recent the the national atlas of estonia um maybe you say a couple of words how how it all came to be i mean you 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 basically started it off long time ago and it it finally got published yeah no last year was maybe like my highlight uh, yeah we can say but uh, yeah it's uh, maybe it was like uh, we can say also it was dream for geographers to to, to publish estonian national atlas uh, but of course we understand that uh, currently maybe some persons are saying that the, the like book as national atlas maybe it's something like old style or, yeah yeah but um, did you have considerations to have a digital or or print uh, my solution is was only like uh, printed atlas mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, i think it's uh, but we can say that most of those maps are uh, in in atlas actually you can see in digital way also you can go to the databases and you can uh, you can zoom in and uh, and uh, basically they are in computer also like free mm-hmm. maps mm-hmm. but yeah but the seven or eight years ago or something uh, it's the, this let's say project but project is not maybe the good word to, to describe this uh, Estonian national atlas but but it started and uh, uh, and, uh, and we started so that uh, somehow to 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 ask what does it mean uh, national atlas because uh, we know that uh, like Finns have already five national atlases and uh, and a lot of uh, European countries uh, have national atlases and uh, and uh, one way is I don't know to copy just uh, how I don't know Swedes did so and let's do also so. Uh, but uh, we understand that uh, that uh, we don't have so much money because uh, to do like really like uh, I don't know 500 new maps or something because to do maps beautiful maps it's it's not so easy as normal people are thinking that well, yeah. map is easy yeah. and uh, and uh, our idea uh, went to this direction that uh, that uh, we use a lot of old maps and of course it's a little bit related to my personality also because i love old maps but uh, and uh, but uh, in the beginning also we understand that we must add new maps also so mm-hmm. finally it's like a retrospective of uh, old maps and new maps because and new maps like 2019 how we did a map and maybe 100 years later people are laughing that oh they they did such kind of maps and they used, I don't know, Adobe Illustrator or something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, those fonts or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then finally, yeah, this was uh, all together uh, about 30 topics where we can uh, show the development of uh, this topic. For example, geology, who made a first uh, Estonian geology map, who made the next one, how they... How oh, 100 years ago, or first independent period, uh, our uh, on the on the time uh, cartographers did it, and in Soviet time, how was this cartography was sold, and now we did current. Uh, how we know, how is our skills about uh, this topic, and how we can do? You know, we are we are using Adobe. Mm-hmm. Adobe yeah, Illustrator. So using uh, JS towards at first. Yeah, yeah, not, <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, but that was yeah, the idea. And finally, uh, exactly one year ago, it was like finally uh, in print, and uh, and uh, feedback was let's say excellent. Or, Overwhelming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, because of course, of course, there was a lot of like business risks and uh, money problems. And uh, but finally, yeah, the numbers like uh, Estonia is a small country, and uh, and when people are buying uh, thousands of atlas, uh, it's no, it's it's good, and I think it's uh, mm. it's geography was on the picture. We can say it was, it was really, it was really. I can I can confirm it was like in all the news and and um, and this atlas is television. Uh, yeah, mm. and this atlas is. Um, 
it sounds like it's uh, of course it's a Estonian national atlas, but all the texts are also in English. So it's uh, it's in Estonian uh, and English. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, both uh, both languages. So it's pretty cool. Uh, whereas who is interested in Estonia, so you can you 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 get a lot of information from this atlas. Mm -hmm. All together, five. 500 uh, maps, different maps. 500? Yes. Well, how many pages does the book have? Around about? <laughs> no, maybe 400 and, mm -hmm. three oh, yeah. and three kilo. Three kilo. That's <laughs> three kilo. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, household staple. Yeah. <laughs> or you can just use it as a weapon. <laughs> a weapon of knowledge. Have, have, you, have, you seen, have you seen the book? No, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, now when you come when you're back here we we can show you. Oh, right. uh, it, it also good. looks very nice. It has a nice um a hardcover with like a silver imprint mm -hmm. and then the outline of Estonia. Nice. Very nice. So we already got to know a little bit about your research, teaching and current projects that uh, you're doing. But what are future plans with your work? Yeah, it's uh most complicated question <laughs> until until now. But uh, yeah, how to say, how to say, all this journey in geography, mm -hmm. it's, uh, I'm no, I don't know, maybe I'm a happy person, or, uh, but uh, it, it goes somehow like, um, how to say, not so that uh, I'm now applying some big grant and next five years I'm doing um, very special something, mm -hmm. uh, research or uh, also, this atlas was like, it, it was not so that every day I did that atlas. It was like maybe the seven years I published a lot of other stuff also, but the atlas was like, uh, no, like, no, I, I knew that the atlas must be published when mm -hmm. Estonian geography is 100 or something. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, All of, in the beginning, it was Estonian Republic 100, but uh, Tartu University and, and geography 100 was one year later. That uh -huh. was, very good. It was good for you, yeah. Yeah, it was good for me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, and uh, and yeah, my future plans that uh, I have some, of course, some researches, uh, some articles in my computer. I'm uh, dealing w with uh, those articles, and uh, some of those articles are related with I don't know toponyms or uh, and uh, maybe. One is now quite in the in the stage of sending is like uh, very physical geographies like uh, uh, about the thunder and uh, how much people are killed by thunder by, by lightning strikes by lightning strikes mm. yeah in Estonia in Estonia yeah and then the, again a little bit historical like overview how it was in uh, like, are the numbers available how many people got no that it's uh, it was like one. Uh, one idea to, to somehow to collect from newspapers, from uh, also mm -hmm. from archive, from uh, statistics. Uh, so no, it's it's one 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 example just, and and also I know that some uh, like toponyms articles, and uh, they are somehow I'm not deadlines. I'm maybe yeah. happy happy person. That, you just uh, see what what comes and yeah, uh, exactly, uh, and 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 lot of but actually, and actually I like also to to write uh, some uh, popular scientific articles mm -hmm. like uh, uh, no, which are not no maybe some persons are saying it's it's easy or but this is my maybe my mission do 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 it's not this communication it's this yeah. we we in 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 the, in the sciences we would call it like outreach and as you say popular sentiment yeah, because yeah. i mean eventually the knowledge also has to come you know to to in, in a more easily digestible format putting this in this format is of course not not no easy. and and and, and of course uh, we can we can say also so that very classical style is so that you are like really like scientist you are doing your uh, work uh, like high level paper I don't know to send to nature and then you do do and and it's good if you try to publish it also in in popular scientific way that, uh, mm -hmm. that people are understanding but in a st in my case the, uh, most of those popular scientific articles it's not so that I have like scientific work. And uh, and uh, and then uh, this uh, like popular scientific work. But, mm -hmm. but for example, it's I, just your work. Yeah, it's. I mean that uh, for example, the highest point of Sarema. No, it's 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 impossible to publish it in uh, in some I don't know journal of physical geography or whatever. Mm -hmm. No, it's it's. But it's maybe interested in uh, people in Sarema. Maybe no. Yeah. They need these articles and. Mm -hmm. uh, 
And uh, and then the, and this is my maybe yeah, in future, I I, I uh, continue to publish such kind of um, articles, and this is maybe my mission to, to and to publish in Estonian because because we, we must understand uh, also that Tartu University is the only place in the world where geography is in Estonian language. We have like thousands mm. of universities in the world in uh, in English languages or uh, mm. or, or uh, 100 universities in Germany. And still almost seven in Estonia. Yeah, but geography is only here. Okay. So, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, now again, we're we not somehow to support all this society part also, but because I think it's impossible that I don't know. Next, uh, when after five years, Estonia start to be like all people are speaking only English or something. Mm-hmm. And anyway, we we need uh, like teachers. We need all this part. And uh, and I think uh, you know, I like it. And uh, and this is yeah my mission to to support this part of uh, Estonian geography. Right, cool. So that then uh, that leads us nicely to the next sort of big important question to you. What do you think are the necessary skills and ideas um, that future students of geography need to keep in mind? So, like, what's the what's the advice you would give future students on their way? If there's like one thing that you want them, you know, to consider? Yeah, it's uh, hard to say, of course, and and and, and of course, I uh, in one part of to be like geographers, it's it's uh, very like classical part of the geography, but that you you must know the world little bit, I think. And of course, the answer must be, we can be like, uh, we have Google today. We, we All answers are in Google. And, and of course, uh, all this computer stuff, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's necessary that you, you must, uh, maybe it's not so that all people must uh, know how to, to write programs or that. Uh, mm. And, uh, and, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, one one billion dollars question. How to how to divide all? Like you must have some like basic geography skills, and uh, you have you must have this uh, technology stuff, and also good English, and and mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and you must uh, have also good Estonia. If you sp- <laughs> are speaking in Estonian case, yeah, that uh, yeah. that. Uh, yeah. That, and of course, we know that people are different. Someone is very good to write the script, mm. but uh, maybe they, he or she wants to be in blind room and to, to write the script. Only. Yeah. yeah and, but, uh, then he, but he's not good in writing a, a nice text. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that might be me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, but the question was uh, like, uh, what to say to the, in the, Students or the teachers, mm-hmm. no? be like open-minded, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and uh, and if you are in university, try to not stay only in uh, like department of geography. Try to check uh, everywhere in your university because maybe maybe you can go to one semester to study just I don't know how to paint or uh, how mm-hmm. to I don't know mm-hmm. to do something very outside from geography. You, maybe you will find some uh, very interesting persons and and and, and uh, yeah, I don't know was it the answer or not? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, of course. I think yeah. I think um, so. It's really cool now that we have had this podcast. Now we had like a few people on the interviews, and um, and it's really I think the most important is really that we now learned your background and you know like you how you see the world and and. And, and everybody has their own honest opinion of what, what is important. And I think this is the most important that uh, if you can say it and you mean it, then, then it's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's, that's good. And I really like open minded, obviously. And I also agree with, uh, you know, that you should like know the world a little bit, even also know why the world is how it is today based on history. So, you know, we maybe also can learn know, from some mistakes and, you know, do it better in the future. Yeah, yeah, it's of course, you know, some basic about the uh, US president election or uh, <laughs> war in Karabakh uh, yeah. or, uh, no, no. Our, or, or Estonian, I don't know, how, how our problems, I don't know, to build Rail Baltic or uh, yeah. mm-hmm. no. the tunnel to Finland. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I think we started uh, to talk a little bit about the letter 
who and how it's connected to you. And I was also looking up your work and I saw like you worked in uh, on cemeteries. So would you please like to share the stories, how, how the letter got attached to you and uh, a little bit about the work on cemetery? Yeah, cemetery, cemeteries. Actually, my master thesis was like, uh, title was about Estonian cemeteries or something, not like uh, history and geography of, uh, about Estonian geography, uh, okay. cemeteries. Yeah. And uh, I reached to this, once I was with my grandfather on on one uh, one cemetery and there are no, no active cemetery anymore. And, uh, and uh, it was 25 years ago or something. And my grandfather said that maybe here was buried my grandmother and grandparent. And then I started to thought that, okay, we all have like mother, grandfather, we mm-hmm. all, and, and, and uh, why this cemetery is now not in use and why, how it, it, it cemetery is changing. And then I started to think uh, like more like systematically about the Estonian cemeteries. Uh, and finally, I worked out like system that that we have a lot of different types of cemeteries. We have like, uh, let's say, parish parish cemeteries, uh, which are like the most Estonian are, are buried in parish cemeteries. But we have also Orthodox path background in Estonia. Mm-hmm. We have also Baptist uh, background, well, not background, but Baptist cemeteries. We have also family cemeteries uh, in the beginning, uh, mostly like Baltic Germans, they build like... Uh, like family cemeteries because it was not very good to to be buried with Estonians like you know it's like uh, like mentality uh, stuff when there were these manners and when yeah yeah exactly exactly and and finally it was so fun no uh, of course I remember when I was 25 and someone asked that uh, what what's your topic and uh, in master thesis and I said the cemeteries and the the cemeteries (laughs) (laughs) it it, it looks like like, an old uh, old guys are dealing with cemeteries mm-hmm. but finally it was yeah like like somehow no some and and a lot of geographical aspects came out also for example uh, cemetery around the church it's only in northern estonia not in southern estonia there are some historical uh, reasons why it's so so and finally yeah i i did uh, such a master thesis and, and later I published it uh, in the Journal of Baltic Studies and it was also part of my BHD work. So it's one like uh, yeah article in my BHD was about cemeteries. So so and uh, and also today I'm very like big fan of uh, cemeteries. I quite often when it's possible I, I visit uh, cemeteries and I have uh, and. No, like actually, all, like all sorts of different all over Estonia. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I have visited not all, but maybe ninety percent of cemeteries Seriously? I have visited. visited. Uh, how, how, how many? Can you give us a number? No, about uh, five hundred or something. Wow. Five or six hundred. Okay. And and, and uh, I think when I'm ten years in the future, yeah, I I think uh, finally I will publish a monography about Estonian cemeteries <laughs> <laughs> also. <laughs> But uh, but yeah now now it's more like hobby and uh, I like to do do some pictures and uh, I really like uh, especially those uh, rural cemeteries uh, it's 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 part of our culture and of course some persons are very big fan of like I hear some famous guy is buried or something but I really mm. not really check the I don't know also in cemetery in settlement system settlement system and and uh, yeah that's and uh, of course. A lot of persons are saying that if you, for example, to visit foreign country, go to the cemetery and to the market. Those are okay. two two places which really shows like this impression from the culture. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Have you been in a stone cemetery? I have actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and it, it's nice to have this tradition. Uh, um, there's a couple of days where I put like the the candles on, right? Yeah, yeah. It's and whenever that. we visit uh, Grandma, then we come also, we drive along um, close to Baiga. Mm-hmm. There's a. Um, yeah, there are cemeteries. And then there's like the whole, it looks like a forest and like the whole, it's like all in, in candles. It looks yeah, actually yeah, quite yeah. nice. Yeah, it's yeah. very nice. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, so it's, uh, 
And there's also this uh, Seto um, tradition where they all go to the cemetery and yeah, and they are party. eating and they are eating and there's drinking a party water. picnic. It's yeah, like this Mexican day of the dead. No, <laughs> no, yeah, no. Basically, I think the like uh, very old, old, old roots are same that to, to drink or 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 to do party with uh, ancestors. It's, yeah, it's yeah. universal. I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, but no, in Estonia. Yeah, No, cemeteries also like old believers cemeteries, totally different cultures. Orthodox oh. old believers who are living ne next to this uh, lake Pape. Yeah. And also you can uh, you see cemeteries totally different. And uh, no, a lot of different types. Yeah. And uh, it's not so that Estonian culture is just one Estonian oh, culture. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a lot of differences. So, and yeah, cemeteries. Come to, we, come to me with the, the journey to cemeteries. It's, it's fun, <laughs> I think. And, and you don't feel it's, um, you know, many people might consider it uh, inappropriate or, or impolite to, I don't know, to disturb, you know, the dead. So, and then like, oh, let's just go to the cemetery, like, you know, to have a look. Yeah, but I so think, and, uh, like I, think no? I think in Estonia, you both know so much Estonia, but that such things are, Estonia is very not religious country and that to go to cemetery is totally free. You know, mm. no, it's, it's no feelings or... Or, or rules, or okay, maybe it's not good. I don't, I know in in cities that it's maybe not polite to go with talks, or I don't know to go ah, okay. to, to, or to go by bikes or something. Yeah, but, but uh, basically, to do no no rules, uh, no no. If you are like just walk and to speak, mm. or it's mm. no question. Mm, nice. Mm. And 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 about the letter U, like how did you? get attached to that or the letter get attached to you a letter uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah it's uh it's how did the door start like with your so <laughs> yeah there was even this uh he was even in the news and on facebook that he, <laughs> he put a sign on the island and he got in trouble with uh with the land board oh no with the with the it's street, a, board, yeah, street um, for this traffic board or yeah whatever. yeah you know it's yeah it's um Uh, let's say so that this O is a very unique letter in the world. Uh, at the moment, I know only maybe in Portuguese language and in Vietnam, Vietnamese language, the, the letter with this tilde, or actually, mm -hmm. is it tilde in English? In English, right? it was like a yeah, tilde. Mm -hmm. Oh, with tilde. And it's, uh, it's a very Estonian because uh, 200 years ago was one, uh, one uh, guy in Estonia uh who actually discovered it no not discovered he um, designed it or we can say because uh, it, ah, it was so that uh, estonian didn't have a written language for a long time right yeah it was a written language but uh but no we we we, we wrote uh, like we used german letters yeah mm. and uh, and that's that was the program that we 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 we, we wrote uh Ulu like Ulu, like with this uh, uh, yeah with these dots yeah uh, yeah exactly and now of course uh on that time it was not problem because people knew that uh pronunciation is Ulu, yeah mm. but this uh otto wilhelm masing uh, was one uh, guy 200 years ago and uh, he said that, uh, that it's better to, to add one letter to Estonian alphabet to mark this uh, yeah. this uh, letter with vocal. And uh, in the beginning, of course, not like new stuff. Uh, some person said that it's good. Some person said that uh, we don't need it. Uh, but uh, but later uh, and now it's it's quite common Estonian uh, mm -hmm. uh, letter. Mm -hmm. And uh, And uh, how it came to me somehow was so that uh, that my roots are also in Saarema. Mm -hmm. And uh, Saarema, uh, most people in Saarema can't say oh. It's it's quite strange uh, stuff that uh, that they they uh, if you if you don't learn in first if you are baby this oh mm -hmm. it's later very 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 hard to 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 start to to say this oh. For example, Finns also don't say "o," and this "o" is actually it's it's one published article article in Nature, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is uh, like a problem of "o" because there was they they measured some uh, some stuff in brain uh, to compare Estonians are, and Finns, and it was really so that uh, Estonians if if Estonians heard the word word "ulu" for example, you know, 
world where is uh, oh inside brain is doing something some uh, stuff is here but for fins no no uh, like uh, how to say no brain is like doing doesn't. nothing doesn't doesn't uh, understand that this is like letters special letter uh-huh, uh-huh. and this was in nature and this is like a vocal or letter nest theory or something that mm-hmm. they, if you are a baby you have your your own like nests in in your brain mm-hmm. and fins and people in sarama doesn't have this brain uh, this nest in in brain and later mm-hmm. they can uh, they can speak um, but they can train a little bit like yeah uh, well, like, like me also I yeah yeah know. you can train and and finally you 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 are saying already quite good but if you are drunken <laughs> we understand that you 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 are not like really Estonian, Estonian. Okay. <laughs> or you are from Sarema maybe like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. and yeah it's uh, and uh, two years ago we put uh, and Sarema is also not so that it's it, uh, the most the, that uh, the whole Sarema is does, can't speak there are ones border and this was like quite interesting that this this was really like border. Uh, one uh, one guy studied in uh, 100 years and ago and they really like uh, visited villages and asked please say ulu and uh, <laughs> was it ulu or ulu and uh, and put the border and now two years ago we put we we tried to put uh, uh, like on the on the main road like sign that here is like uh, please stop here to speak uh, like not touristic sign like mm-hmm. now of course today these uh, dialects are not so alive or, mm. but uh, but it's it's somehow like uh, like a historical information yeah yeah exactly of, and then yeah. tourist uh, tourist guides are can speak about this and then was big trouble that this uh, officials uh, thought that it's uh, uh, it's a joke and it's bad joke and it's very dangerous that people start to check this mark and uh, and traffic accidents can yeah. road road sign road sign yeah. issues yeah, yeah. And, and, and finally bureaucracy yeah and finally it was uh, also in uh, estonian main news and uh, not in estonian tv and uh, and now maybe last information that they are building now local local municipality now is uh, they are building and i and i wrote an article also about this uh, border mm-hmm. uh, border and and final solution is now so that uh, quite same place uh, local municipality is building uh, like a monument of food <laughs> <laughs> monument of this food. is uh, five meters high <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> really nice. yeah and uh, it's you can go if you go to Sarama you can go to do photos for example mm-hmm. and uh, and final and then later post to Facebook yeah. and uh, yeah, you yeah, see yeah. you and uh, Oh, for example, uh, I think um, wedding parties people are starting to visit this because oh, in Estonia, no, like un, it's yeah. like uh, 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 un is good, like good luck. Sorry. Good luck, we know, yeah, like gluck, yeah, in German language. Mm-hmm. And and uh, no, it's good to, for example, wedding ceremony to go to mm-hmm. to picture like oh, and it, it it looks very like ring a little bit also, oh, like nice. uh, yeah. It's, nice. And uh, and this uh, only because you started uh, no basically yes pushing everybody yeah yeah, yeah. but it, it would now be even more dangerous because it's even more distracting if that's, you drive that's, past, the, right? that's that's <laughs> uh, yeah that's no it's very yeah. strange story yeah. like it's uh, very interesting but it's uh, it's maybe it's good example how actually it's a scientific article lot of uh, like uh, let's say a uh, lot of uh, also like popular scientific articles or in media and finally we have also one mark somewhere and local tourism industry start to to like uh, use it also wow. because and of course my like yeah in future i think maybe this is totally secret but oh wait this this podcast will be in the internet <laughs> yeah but uh, but uh, is uh, my idea is to do uh, like national letter and this is the World first national letter, mm, like <laughs> national bird. Yes, exactly. National, uh, national uh, color. color, national flower, flower, and national letter. But national things, can you do? You, do you, you must know those in Estonia, right? National flower is the the corn flower, right? Yeah, the blue corn. Flower. Yeah, rukkilil, yeah, corn corn flower. What, what else has Estonia? And the national bird is this uh, spazuka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sparrow. Uh, not sparrow. No, no, it's the um. Mm. 
ازك فيري فاست فلاينج اه ليتس تشيك ات ذس 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 فيرتد هيستيز فيري سبيسيفيك شيب شفالبر ان جيرمان شفالبر اند ان Swallow, of course. Yeah, swallow. It's yeah. a specific. Uh, swallows swallow. are it's different. Nice uh, different species, but yeah. one, one special swallow. And uh, national stone, you must know. You have a national stone. Yes, and you must know. But the, you both must know national stone. What is it? A limestone. Yeah, and my name is limestone. Bye. Bye. Oh wow! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, <laughs> how these things come together. So you know, like. Um, Tavi has n- stories about all the things in Estonia, yeah. but yeah. Soon, soon all the things in Estonia are about Tavi. <laughs> you know, there's this monument yeah. that Tavi made, and there's yeah. you know, the national stone. And uh, the national, what what we have more national animal is the is that like I don't know the the wolf or something. Oh, wolf yeah. is national animal maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a national is, tree is it what tum? Oak maybe. Yeah, the oak. Mm. Uh, but, but we have also like every year is one something like year uh, anyway of the year yeah or something a tree okay. of the year it's also maybe okay. it's how many different tree species do you have in Estonia maybe uh, already willows is it willow willows uh, we have uh, 25 different species oh <laughs> but yeah yeah but basically if, if to say this willow one uh, like species maybe 25 altogether, maybe not, okay. maybe, not very. Right. Of, of course, some bushes are also quite like trees. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, um, I mean, I think we could endlessly, you know, continue. You know, Tavi has a whole host of stories, and, and obviously it's super interesting to listen. And um, I can imagine being a student in Tavi's class is never boring. Have you, I, also, I been, have you also been voted uh, lecturer of the year? Maybe, uh, yeah, and last year it was, uh, in university we have several, like, one is like official feedback or something, but uh-huh, uh, but uh-huh. last year, uh, like, uh, our institute, I was like, uh, best uh, teacher in our uh, institute, oh, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, understandable, why? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, and then, like, usually we also want to share some um, general articles, you know, in JS geography and related fields. So um, we have already talked with Tavi a little bit. Obviously, some of those are recent articles about historical topics. Um, we have a, a small reading list compiled. I would today maybe just quickly go over this. They are obviously related to, you know, to our topic today. The first one is in the journal um, Water of uh, you know, MDPI, and it's called Cultivating Water Literacy in STEM Education. Undergraduates' socio-scientific reasoning about socio-hydrological issues. They are um, done by several universities in the um, United States, and they are investigating you know, how, how um, students um, learn about sociology, social and, and um, hydrological issues, and in general, water literacy. In this context, um, by the way, talking about water, um, in, in, in hydrology, there's the so-called um, Budiko framework, which is basically a... Budoko. Um, it's U. It's an U, Budoko. Yeah, no, basically. It's yeah, not. really. Yeah, it's it's Russian name. Really? Yeah, and the Russians, they have also U, but they, the, the letter is totally different because okay. they, they, have, they use Kyrillic. Uh-huh. It's Budoko. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's... Uh, <laughs> You know, it's it's basically a, a specific representation of the of the classic water balance that uh, you know describes the mean annual partitioning of precipitation into stream flow and evaporation. And um, so this is a well-known international concept in in hydrology. But as it turns out, Tavi, even you know something about the history. And there was apparently something in Estonia before it was called Budeiko framework. And you have even an article published. This is uh, not, yeah, this Pudoko article, it's, it was more like main author was, uh, was Ken Andreas Jan. And actually, my part was very small. I just uh, found some uh, information here in Estonia. And then, and I, fo- I found uh, this main, uh, this book where this uh, Evald Oldekop, this Estonian guy, mm. actually, uh, actually, uh, Solve this problem be- before uh, rest of the world. So and 
and uh, of course I read the manuscript and uh, but uh, it was more like yeah this Ulos colleague Ulos Manders colleague yeah. in, in this Paris Andres was Andres Jan work so uh, okay. actually I'm not very uh, like high Hydrology. Yeah, yeah, but you are a physical geographer. <laughs> yeah, of also, course. And uh, sort of, uh, you, again, again, you did it. You connected physical geography with the history of geography. Oh, that is, so you, you know the funny, uh, let's say, fun fact about this uh, Evald Oldek, who, who actually studied this formula of this uh, evaporation and yeah. stuff. He, he's buried in, uh, in Tallinn in one cemetery. <laughs> and on the grave, uh, gravestone, the, uh, is the formula of this? Uh, no way. Yes. Oh my God, that is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Then uh, the next article, uh, article also just recently published, hydrology and water resources, uh, hydrology and earth system sciences. It's a Copernicus open access publication. Is about uh, hydrology and water resources management in ancient India. So it was also just published in, in October. And uh, they basically describe, you know, historical knowledge, how it has been, you know, um, transferred uh, and, and preserved. Then um, uh, changing slightly topic, some more GIS and, and geography related um, social aspects, some papers we have um, assessing quality of life inequalities as a geographical approach in International Journal of Geoinformation of MDPI, and this quality of life is um, a specific indicator that, that can be calculated. And here, um, that has been done by uh, in, in Greece, and they basically then find you know various attributes and so on, and then they find that there's uh, some municipalities are standing out as compared to others in Greece. And uh, similarly, um, a topic evaluating the performance of three popular web mapping libraries, a case study using Argentina's life quality index. While the main focus of this article is um, on performance, like technical, you know, performance in the computer of web mapping JavaScript libraries, they also use a, a quality of life index. However, they call it differently and they're also citing different in literature. So it's very interesting to find out you know, they're con uh, referring to the to the same quality of life. Then um, moving towards how you can technically calculate with a classic multi-criteria decision um, analysis. And uh, there has been a open source uh, Python module published, which has been described in environmental modeling and software. And they call it Dishizorama which is a Python library, and you can use it for, for classic multi-criteria decision analysis. And now you can use it also in a scripting fashion. Usually you would do several GIS layer, then you would add weights, and then this way you can then um, get your overall uh, scores based on the weights of the different input layers. And then finally, talking about open source, in South Africa, um, there was a study talking about uh, in, in investigating into the acceptance of open source geospatial software and they're assessing QGIS in South Africa with the UTAUT2 model and that means the unified theory of acceptance and use of technology. So that is the model uh, that was uh, attempting to unify and strengthen theories about technology acceptance. So, and they advanced the topic a little bit um, and called it UTOUT2. And they used it to, you know, improve variance explanation, you know, for behavioral intention and technology use. So that's an interesting study, really, that looks of how we can actually assess, you know, the, the um, a switch, for example, towards um, open source software. And we, you know, remember we had this debate back yeah. then, open yeah. source. This is commercial software. Right. So here's a way how you can sort of once, you know, you, you make a switch and you can assess how, how software, how the acceptance is um, from, from the users. Right. I think that that's it from, from me today. Yeah. I think okay. then, Tavi, do you have last words? 
Thank you for you and uh, thank you for all listeners. Yeah, it was a pleasure to have you today. Yeah. So, dear listeners, this concludes our episode today. Thank you, Tabi, again for joining us today. We are also really excited to be back with our second season. Like everywhere, please like, share and subscribe. We'd also be happy if you have some feedback for us. See you in the next episode.